the studio of your mom's basement comes a podcast by two idiots and a revolving door of legends and has-beens from the oldest university in Texas. This is Purple, Gold, and Getting Old. Usually good so, at bringing stuff back. But oh my I was lord! Like, oh my god! Oh hell! What'd you do? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> there was a nail I was playing with and <laughs> fallen in my chair. And I just sat on it and it went through my pants and into my butt. <laughs> it really poked me good. <laughs> Don't play with the nails, kids. <laughs> oh. So we've got an interesting episode coming up because <laughs> we we talked to some some interesting people. Uh, all about a an extreme Bible study eternity. Um I know you've got to edit it, but I'm going to be interested to see how see how the conversation comes out because it was a wide ranging convo that went a lot of different ways. I wasn't expecting. It was, uh, folks. If you've ever seen the movie Old School, this is our version of how we lived it. Um, when someone <laughs> says we're starting fraternities, so with nothing further ado, here's Alpha Beta Seta. You were at Disney World, dude. I was with my three year old and my wife. Was it uh, magical? It was very magical. Yeah, I got a deal on it when COVID was still going on. And I took a gamble thinking, you know what? By the summer, it'll be back to normal. And I'll have gotten a cheaper Disney vacation. It's and, magically uh, I spent it out in May. But then sure enough, right before we got there, they got rid of masks and stuff. And it was pretty much normal. So oh, nice. Yeah, we're going in October. But it's oh, expensive. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But also, like, like you wait in lines, bro. Like, you pay to wait in lines in, in the, the heat. In the heat. That. Yeah, so you know, that, you're not out in, in the lines too long. You get inside for the real long ones with AC pretty quick. At Six Flags, part. you're right. At Six Flags, you do just pay, pay to stay in line all yeah. day. But at Disney, the way they work it out is they have fast passes and things like that that you can work it out. Uh, like, not be in lines all day, basically. You can kind of pick and choose your battles which is nice so the fast pass I, I assume that just costs more right no they give you three for free every day no way so how do you get more than three so <laughs> they actually only give you two but if you do the first two early in the day they give you another one i want to take one of those to like save one use the other two and then like when you're at the airport about to come home see if they'll use it for a tsa like pre-screen check <laughs> i know plenty of people who would hustle that whole thing just like take the whole family's fast tracks and start like selling them be like hey bro i got a fast track ten dollars what's good <laughs> dude so i'm staying at the uh the wilderness um lodge is what it's called yeah, there you go it's a bunch of cabins and like you can do rvs and i've got an rv now so i was like oh we'll just i'll take my camper it'll be fun we'll just stay in the you know camper it'll be a lot of fun it'd be like half price so yeah let's do that and uh no nah, because there's those people in florida that are literally just camping there all year long charging people like airbnb prices oh, my oh, God. oh. Yeah, I, I texas mean, texas should be the one going to the pac-12 not tech <laughs> that's true so Go what is to tech California. gonna do what because i know they're, they're talking to the pac-12 i would like to start a rumor here on the podcast that umhb is headed to the Sun Belt or conference usa and those talks allegedly resumed last week uh, all right yeah I mean, I think we'll be we'll be to the whack <laughs> the whack that'd be great um oh, wait a I, minute. Yeah. I almost wore my uh, alumni shirt but i was like no nah, i'm wearing the blink 182 shirt screw it i, love I it, had dude. some other shirt on and like looked at the clock like two minutes before we were going to start this thing so like, i gotta go throw something on so i've got the randy o'rear murray harden baylor shirt from <laughs> Oh, oh, that's I was wearing my work clothes, like a polo and you know, slacks and stuff, but I was like, nah, I got to get out of that. Classy, well, bro. we have an intro to all these episodes, and so you've been introduced through that, but I want to take a moment to just kind of introduce y'all individually. We got Stu I literally and... don't know you, so yeah. I, I just need an introduction. We got <laughs> Stu and C-Rob here with us today, and they were the co-founders of Alpha Beta Seta. Definitely not a fraternity, but definitely is um, <laughs> back in 2006. And part of there were several things that led me oh, to do man. this podcast with Tyler when he pitched it to me. And I was like, I don't know if a podcast is a good idea for this. And then I was working on a book and I'm like, I don't know if anyone's going to read this. And I was... Uh, playing bass at church and the worship leader went to school with us and she said 
you remember when were you at school when uh like who's the worship leader those guys it was a uh, taylor cow oh yeah yeah and uh she was like do you remember when those guys started up a fraternity at one time and i'm like <laughs> yeah i may have been in it <laughs> i thought yep this podcast needs to happen so you guys were like on the short list of one of our first guys we want to reach out to for oh, this Oddly enough, we were, not, we were not the only ones to try to start a fraternity. Actually, there were oh, people I'm sure. <laughs> copied us afterwards and tried to do like a legit fraternity. And they what? got way more threatening yeah. uh, letters and such from, from the school. Well, let's just jump right into that. So I guess first, like before we get into the fraternity story, I'm just kind of take turns telling when you were at UMHB and uh, what brought you to the school. Well, I, I mentioned this a little bit before we started recording, but I was actually going to Midwestern State my first semester. It was in Wichita Falls for people who don't know where that is. It's like maybe seven hours from Houston, not the coolest drive, even with the, the most baller playlists, like you're bored by hour three, right? So UMHB is only three hours from Houston. So I went to visit UMHB one weekend um, because girl I went to high school with, uh, went there and she was cute and uh, there were a lot of other cute women a lot of women apparently used to be an all-women's school that's what the and their soccer team was bad enough that I could actually make it so I <laughs> I walked on and uh, stayed on the soccer team for a total of a month and I was like dude screw this I need to have a social life so I quit and uh, you know here we are <laughs> um that that's pretty much it like after my first semester I transferred to UMHB and uh after welcome week I started getting super involved in a bunch of stuff and met Stu and the guys and we just kind of like we just went apes with the whole like moving off campus stuff like it was immediate that we were different <laughs> as in like we weren't like super Christianese bro we were like drinking and we were raw with it like it, it was it was like this culture that we wanted to carry over into into something that we could do off campus outside of campus that wasn't necessarily like an official part of umhb and that's kind of how alpha beta seta came into play baby <laughs> oh man so many memories just flooding back uh ironically enough my very first day my, my first moment at umhb as a new student the first dude i saw was c-rub wow. <laughs> not a joke uh i was moving in so i didn't know i was homeschooled so i didn't know when you're supposed to come to school they were like hey moving date is this date and that's like the earliest possible day you could possibly move in if you were in athletics and i didn't know this <laughs> So I moved in to Getty's. <laughs> yeah. C-Rob and I were moving in together. And like I, I met Charlene and like C-Rob, as I'm moving in, I'm like, oh, they seem nice, you know. And I, I thought, oh, nothing of it. Like, oh, he's going to play soccer, he'll be busy or whatever. Just in passing, because we were both moving in at the same time. And then like spent like a week in my room alone <laughs> with an angry roommate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is happening? Like, this is weird. Uh, and then, yeah, welcome week happened and it was, it was awesome. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I, um, I ended up at UMHB. I, I graduated in, um, supposed to graduate in 08, graduated in 09, uh, took the victory lap. And, uh, uh, my sister and cousins had, um, gone to UMHB and they loved it. And, uh, I went to preview weekend, loved it. Um, I was looking as a homeschool kid, I was looking for something that, close enough to home that I could drive home on a single ticket gas, but um, not so big that I'm a number and not a name. Right. And so uh, you're UMHB, from college station, right? Or Brian? No, I'm actually from, I mean, my family is from college station now oh. and I live in college station now, but I was originally from a really small town um, in East Texas called Grapeland, Texas. Oh, okay. Um, I was like 1500 people. I mean, it's tiny. And um, so I wasn't looking for something huge. And uh, it's one of the reasons I didn't go to AM. Uh, my parents really wanted me to go there uh and so i went to umhb uh it was the right size you know i liked that it was a christian school and liked the three to, three to one ratio and uh <laughs> and yeah it was great man uh, had a had a good time got involved you know met c-rub i was one of the people that um that you know the first year especially umhb 
there's a there's a like a hard group of like people that stay on campus every weekend and then there's all the people that leave and so the people that stay <laughs> the other 80 percent close yeah <laughs> like the 90 percent that leave right the 10 percent that stay get really close and uh and so i got really close to c rob and all kinds of other great dudes i still keep in touch with and uh so yeah it's, it's fun man we had a good time i actually lived with c rob uh second semester freshman year was that in the I, ghetto was, or i guess for our younger listeners i, I don't know if they still call fun. it this or not but gettys was called the, the ghetto, ghetto. Yeah. and it delighted my heart to yeah. recently take a stroll around campus and see all the renovations and new things they've done yeah. and to take a peek and realize they have not touched the Gettys <laughs> lobby <laughs> it's so true, bro. and it must always done. stay that way <laughs> i think they put a couple of potted plants maybe next they to the pool table have community showers <laughs> COVID-19, they still got community <laughs> showers, bro. I Dude. think COVID started in Gettys. <laughs> it probably was. Okay, Stuart, I owe you a sincere apology, bro. Not to get super serious right now, but when you would wake me up in the mornings and I would oh, just bro. bite your head off, I literally, like, didn't know that I had sleep. Dude, I have sleep apnea and, oh, like... Yeah. I barely sleep. And so I would wake up like grouchy and I didn't know why. And I'm like, yeah. dude, it's because I'm not getting any sleep. I'm super yeah. like depressed and I was taking it out all on you. So yeah. anyway, yeah. long story short, I'm sorry. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I, I, it just prepared me for marriage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, my wife is sweet, but she, by the way, you, uh, you have to tell your wife hi for us. I don't think I've seen her since I graduated. Angela. My wife is Angela. Used to be Hoganson, uh, now Platt. She graduated in 08. What? What? Yeah. She did the in uh, sync dance routine at she my crew did. nights group. She did. What? Yeah. She did the the in sync um, like it was like a mixture of all the different in sync dances. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. So how long were y'all on campus before y'all decided you needed to start a fraternity? <laughs> God, we were probably a year freshman year was enough to where we were like all right let's start looking in temple and other places to live i know yeah. jeremy ray and ryan uh and jay brock moved off campus yeah. and i was incredibly jealous so danny who's not here i'm gonna keep making fun of him danny and i and dustin and casey yeah. dustin got a house and that was the abc house yeah they dustin mccain and casey sam shirley actually Oh snap! I forgot about. I Sam. didn't know he lived there. Yeah. He, he, he moved really. in after Casey left. After Casey yeah. okay. Sam moved in, and he, he was and like I never shared. there. It was weird. Yeah, I was sharing a room with Danny first, and then once Casey graduated, Danny moved out of the room, and Sam moved into the room. And dude, it was a completely different vibe. Like those are two <laughs> totally different people. You know how I many different personalities I had to live with in college? Bruh. A lot. Can't but, relate. but that being said, <laughs> I think your best roommate was Ryan. 100%. Yeah. And I was a jerk to that kid too, because he brought in a poster of a zebra and I'm like, bro, you're going to hang that up in our apartment? Like a zebra? <laughs> Word? <laughs> that couch was so uncomfortable. Dude, he, oh. he, he was so mad at me. He left the room and did talk to me for like a day. It was so bad. I felt like a jerk, but it's a zebra, bro. You were like, right. You were right to tell him the truth. I, when keeping it real goes wrong <laughs> keeping it real gotta keep it real can't you can't stop it's a real hold thing. on garrett i have a question for you because it, it's been a while obviously and and i went through a partying phase in my 20s what do you remember about your first days of being in abc like how do what do you remember about us approaching you because all i remember is that danny and i went on campus in the quad and just set yeah. up shop started approaching approaching freshmen oh, so, i love this story coming so out of the sports story i was actually going to use that exact question as my segue for y'all so tyler kind of mentioned earlier you know like what led y'all to go off campus and start a fraternity well my experience was new freshman and i was like okay i'm taking 17 hours because i didn't know how you know hours worked and i was stupid and they're like can you handle 17 i'm like i'm a smart kid yeah. Oh, that was uh, a 2.6 later. I realized I needed to take 15. Yeah, and dude. so I was like, well, I've got time for one Bible study and one other like SGA, you know, student org. Yeah. yeah. And so I, when I signed up for couch crew stuff, I was going to like, I signed up to take the barrels to the stadium every week. And then I signed up for an SGA race. Then I walked over and there was this table 
of these guys saying, uh, pointed at me, you right here. And I, in my memory, and I could be wrong, I want to say Ryan Owendowski was standing there talking to y'all. And okay, I don't know why I've got a memory of him talking I to y'all. And, and when it's the, you know, he adds a layer of energy to any conversation. Sure. So it was kind of like, well, these guys are pointing at me and say, extreme Bible study, sign up. <laughs> and I was like, okay, here's my Bible study. These guys are cool. And I put my name down. God, that's great. And so I'll, I'm going to hand off back to y'all and say, what, what happened between moving off campus and getting to that table? So I know what happened for me, right? So I, I worked, I had an after school program and I worked um, either I was either working for the city at Simple at this time, or I was working for, I was just working with kids. Just focus. We were working yeah, at focus. one of them. Yeah. And so like, I get a text message from C-Rob and this is honestly, this is one of the things I miss the most about college. It's also one of the things that like, is just my college experience. I got a text message from a friend. In this case, I got a text message from C-Rob. Hey man, meet me in the, in the quad, uh, by maybe center. I was like, cool. I walk up. <laughs> he's like, we put up a booth. Fraternity. I was like, sweet, I'm in. Like, I don't know anything about this, but I'm excited and let's do it. And like, God, it was so great, dude. Like, I was just got old school vibes. Stu. That's the thing about Stu. He was always down and yeah. we knew we could rely on Stu. I wouldn't have put, I wouldn't have asked anybody else, honestly. And it was so, so fun. From the moment I moved off campus, we were in the ghetto moved off campus, decided to get the house with the homies. And it's all three of us, a bunch of dudes living in a house off campus. And it's like, okay, we're off campus now. We don't have the rules. We can actually have women over. We can start a bonfire in the back and burn stuff. Like it was cool. And we would watch Family Guy all the time and Lost and we would bond. <laughs> and I'm like, this is cool. But like, I, I really wanted to like, thought I could mentor people and thought that it would be really cool if I were to start something called Alpha Beta Seta, which isn't a thing. Like there's no such thing <laughs> no. as Seta. <laughs> I like, honestly, if I, I was going to wear my shirt tonight, but I donated it a few years ago. Oh, no. There were these red shirts that had the ABC logo on the side, like papyrus. On. I just I just found a picture with me in that shirt. Actually, I'm looking for a different picture. But My first Facebook picture. Yeah. If you go to my oldest Facebook picture, it's me in that shirt. Oh my god! Uh, I can't look at the picture of me in that shirt. I'm too skinny, and I'm just like I, I can never. Oh yeah. <laughs> and part of this is on me. I I messaged Jordan Jones a few weeks ago, and I forgot to follow up with him uh, about Jordan. being here. So that that could be on me. But uh, how did Danny and Jordan get into the mix? So Danny, like I said, was my roommate at the time. I I, I just like had this idea and he was the person that was literally next to me to bounce ideas off of. I was like, dude, you know what we should do though? And he's like, what? I'm like, start a fraternity. He's like, yeah, let's do it. I'm in just like Stuart. Like, and that's how I knew that we had some going. If I could get Stuart and Danny involved, that's what's up. Jordan came in a little bit later. I was like, okay, we've have these charismatic dudes, but am I the one to really lead a Bible study and know the word that well? No. I'm just here for energy. So we brought in Jordan. He can talk and he's a Canadian. So he's nice by default. And um, yeah, really, it was this nice like juxtaposition of talking about Christ, but then also talking about like not masturbating and like duct taping your junk and stuff like to, to stop <laughs> from doing that. <laughs> Every time you do, God kills a kitten. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember you saying that, dude. It was so... <laughs> You tease that, me, right, Tyler? You tease yeah. your interest? Yeah, that's that's scriptural. Imagine for a moment being a nerdy freshman kid who thought he just signed up for a run-of-the-mill Bible study. And it was so not that though. When when C. Rob <laughs> talks about being from Wichita Falls and being far away from there, okay, Wichita oh, Falls dude. is halfway to my hometown. Okay, sure. so I am like eight hours from home, and I'm like, okay, I need to find some people if I'm going to be here. Uh, so yeah, I get this message it's like all right all you boys be at this address and temple on whatever night and uh get ready and so all these dudes show up and we sit in the living room and everyone's just kind of talking it's cool and then it gets quiet and danny and c rob and Stu walk in with these big grins on their faces and they're like boys i don't know what you thought you were signing up for but this ain't just a bible study welcome to rush week and <laughs> I we forgot got about that bro 
we get handed oh, these sheets of paper. The only That's reason awesome. I remember this is because I wrote it down for my book and it cracked me up when I started writing it again. But they, there was literally a thing that said ABC on it. And you had to practice your ABCs if you wanted to get in. So the first week's ABCs was A, appreciate a female, not in a weird way, but in a godly way. So just like hold the door open for a woman, go give her a hug. B was balloon a brother, literally. And so you had people barging into people's classes and just pelting them with water balloons and Hardy were like trashing each other. Um, so then C on the ABCs was climb to your highest potential, literally. <laughs> And so I climbed to the top of herd where the sun for the solar system used to be, which was easy. They they had the fire escape on the back. So I shimmied up. Yeah, I've been up there. We had a kid and uh, I'll have to send this to him, a guy named Aaron Gossett. And he drove to Baylor and he climbed Pat Neff Hall and like went to the top of the dome and took a picture. He's like, is that good enough? I'm like, yeah. I was so impressed with that kid. Yeah, Gossett, it, Marshall uh, Reeves, like, I think no, Marshall might have climbed Hardy. Dude, Marshall was a was a good looking dude. I'm like, oh, we we got this kid in, we're we're set. And then once Dave came into the mix, I'm like, was, Dave is a cool drummer. Dave Keel. Oh yeah, there? yeah, yeah, dude. Chris yeah. was in it too. Yeah, I for, I forget about some of this stuff, dude, but it was just so, like the coolest group of guys just hanging out. I was, life, I was walking. My kids were catching Pokemon, Pokemon Go, and mm-hmm. I'm at Marlin Oak Park, and uh, we're just walking along, and I see this dude, and I'm like, freaking Greek god, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is this dude running with his shirt off? I'm like thinking in my head, like, I'm fat and old. He's probably my age. Like, it's Dave. <laughs> No way. way. Yeah, his parent, his uh, in laws live like across the street from like my neighborhood. And so he runs in my neighborhood. And uh, I was like, what's up, dude? (laughs) I don't remember what the second round of ABCs were that we had to complete, but I remember what happened to Marshall when he didn't wear his pledge pin on camp. We had to wear pledge pins. So y'all caught Marshall without his and y'all slapped, y'all pinned a paper plate to his chest and he had to walk around as an ABC on it and he had to wear it everywhere. God, we hate the crap out of y'all, dude. I remember remember when we had our first ABC party, I printed out hella flyers and I'm like, y'all have to hand out 50 of these or something ridiculous. And at the first hour, like the first hour, no one showed up. So me and Stuart went to Wingstop and got chicken and we came back, the house is full. It's packed, sweaty. Oh. People are dancing. No alcohol. So obviously. many people there. I will say this. Can the I get a most... clarification real quick? When you say ABC party, I know you were. No, up- no. Was this an ABC party? <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. Alpha beta. I was about to say. I don't know how anyone would do that without alcohol, because that's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we no. won't get into the one we went to, but. Um, no I, I will say the alpha beta. Oh yeah. You weren't there that night. No, I was not. Uh, alpha beta Seda. If, if you wanted to see a stereotypical college rager, but with this enigma of not <laughs> a no single alcohol. drop of alcohol being in sight, that was it. Yeah. I never saw anything like that so ever funny. again. It was a great night. And like C Rob and I had worked so hard on the playlist to make sure that it wasn't, stupid. it was fire. It was fire. <laughs> Fire. and we're like everybody's dancing having a good time it was so hot in the house so hot dude like, I, I went outside it's so hot I'm this dying. is actually that that first facebook picture of me is yes, from that dude. party night it was so but i just remember the the party was like was fire and it was kind of like we knew we were done at the party because we had already been threatened multiple times by the time we did the party it was uh <laughs> There were, and everyone knew about it. Like everyone the next week on campus talked about that. The people that weren't there heard about it. Like it was as if, it was as if we had all gotten trashed or something. <laughs> well, so the funny, the funny side of that story is um, as soon as y'all left, we got trashed. <laughs> I slept on the floor that night. Like, oh, I dude, shit. Like we we had so much fun, right? And just danced and had a great time. We're like, hey, let's go. Like everybody else left. We're like, okay, well, all the kids are gone, right? So we didn't feel responsible for you guys anymore. Like, hey, let's get some beer. Like, I'm tired. And we just had some beer. And like, I remember, like, I just passed out on the floor, 
and Danny had put a cot out for somebody that was like a friend of his that was staying there. And so I woke up and there's just like beer cans everywhere and there's trash everywhere because of the party, the beer from us, but the trash from the party. And like, I just was sleeping on my floor and I was like, who is this person next to me in a cot? Like, I don't know who this is. And it was some friend who had come in for the party. And like, it was, it was nuts, man. Well, in, in the middle of all this, y'all are still making this. So I want people to listen to me. Oh, they just said it was a Bible study. No, it was. it was an extreme Bible study. And so on the side, you had this, you had to memorize a Bible verse and they would give us this long passage we had to memorize. And if you couldn't recite yeah. your verse, Danny lined us all against the wall. If, if I had, and then he said, if you can, if you can say it, come back from the wall. So I was able to say it. Sure I left the wall. <laughs> he walks in with this giant plastic baseball bat that says the spirit of Christmas. The spirit on of it. Christmas. <laughs> yes. And he beat the living crap out of everyone that didn't memorize the Bible verse. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, dude. Okay, so next- Christmas came out. <laughs> of Christmas was it was part of scooter jousting. It was a part mm-hmm. of Fishing a Barrel. It was a far, It was a part of uh, ABC. It was, yeah, it was everywhere, man. Marshall was a baseball player, and David Keel, and y'all handed it to them and said, "Give your best baseball on swing purpose. on these boys." And just, oh, yeah. oh. Oh. We so, were so it was over by then. So, is that is the timeline of this? Like, you basically rush. You have one party, and then the thing's done. Yeah. So, uh, well, it. The writing was on the wall, but we didn't end until okay, yeah, we didn't finish it. But. Yeah, we, we actually lasted a good two semesters. My mm-hmm. senior year got heavy. I wanted to get out of there. I was yeah. taking like 20 credits my last yeah. semesters, but they were art classes. So whatever. Yeah. But yeah, dude, by, by the time second semester came around, it started to fizzle out a little bit, which hurt my yeah. heart. But we had moved out of that house. So we had to yeah. do something on campus. But mm-hmm. in the in, throughout all of that, we were able to do like community service. Yeah. Like we visited. Yeah. You know it, some kids and, and and helped out there we we did some camping with enchanted rock like we did a but, lot of dude, things e-rock in trip was legit time. it was uh, legit man yeah so what basically what i mean is so um early on and up to the party right uh we were saying we're going to be fraternity right and it's going to be a fraternity but it's also a bible study and we had all the best intentions of like actually being a bible study and like you know, mentoring new kids. And because part of the problem was, and one of the things that me and C-Rob and Danny recognized was like, your first year at UMHB is sucks. Like it's hard. And, yeah. and especially if you don't get connected, it's, it's really hard. Yeah. And so C-Rob, it was really C-Rob's heart um, to be like, Hey, let's, let's take these kids on our wing. Let's do something. And so me and Danny are like, yeah, let's do it. That sounds fun. And so we did do the Bible study. All this stuff had like the best intention of like, let's make it fun, but let's make it a Bible study. We would take turns leading the Bible study about different things we either we were dealing with or we were like learning about ourselves or just things that like we wanted to talk about. And, and so, yeah, we brought in like, you know, Jordan Jones to teach some cause he was, he was great, um, especially at teaching. And the rumor got around that we were starting a fraternity and UMHB takes a hard line at fraternities and sororities like you will be kicked out of school if you continue to do a fraternity and so up to the party we were like yeah it's going to be a fraternity bible study kind of like bucks at AM yeah. and at yeah. uh, and sam houston U- right so ut too right and so we're like yeah it'll be like bucks well that was our idea and umhb was like yeah no you will not do that um and basically like we were told like if you continue you'll be kicked out of school wow. it's like okay well so here's the thing and, and a lot of this had to do with danny was really well connected to some of the leadership because he was in sga and some of the stuff a lot of people knew me but like i didn't have any pull um and so danny was like look it's just a bible study it is not a fraternity at any way shape or form we will stop calling ourselves a fraternity we will just be a guy's Bible study. We promise we're sorry. And they basically left us, left us alone after that. We just couldn't say fraternity at that point. And so uh, C-Rob, you know, kept going. Um, I think the, the, the E-Rock trip was like probably the E-Rock trip and then the, um, the community service uh, helping hands day oh, yeah. um, was great because we got to do a lot of stuff. A lot of people got involved. 
we did a lot of cool stuff. Um, but really, it was kind of hit and miss on the Bible study. Um, some people came, some people didn't come. It kind of fell off a little bit after that. Came more of an actual Bible study um, with just guys we liked. Um, but before that, it was like, nah, it's it a fraternity, wrong. and we're <laughs> you will be here or you're out. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it was a lot more raw. <laughs> there were, and there were three things that are around the same time as the party that we haven't even touched on. One was to end pledge week. You, they, uh, we played running man and the yeah. starting point was not oh, across campus. Yes, we did. It was subway next to I-35. Oh, original OG. And you had to, and we, they, y'all sent us through the neighborhood. Now I was, yes. I don't Some of the people that listen to this know me from the later part of my college experience. I, at that point, you know, the, later on, I was kind of a trouble magnet, whether it was my fault or not, you know, stuff just happened. I want listeners to know I was a new, awkward, nerdy freshman just looking for a place like I. So I'm still trying to just do what I'm told at this point. And what I'm told is to go oh, sprint so through this good. neighborhood with a bunch of guys and stay out of people's yards because they'll shoot you and their dogs eat you. Yes. And so these guys were actually going to cut through some houses. And I'm like, y'all have fun. I'm going on my own. So they go right, I go left. And I'm thinking, what's the one place they're not going to look for us while we're trying to hide? Plain sight. So I just start walking down sixth and there's nobody. And then a car whips around. So I face dive into this in, like warehouse parking lot right on the gravel. And y'all <laughs> sped past me like twice. And so finally I get back up and I keep running. Well, the second time y'all come around, I dove under a car. And as I get out, I'm face to face with someone's dog. And I'll, I was like, oh, no. And as I stand up, I'm about five feet away from this older Hispanic guy holding a liquor bottle glaring at me on his car. And I just <laughs> I just go, Audi, And I like run off like just sprint. And at this point, I'm like, I don't care if I get caught. I'm out of here. Dude. So I sprint behind the Sefco and dive behind the dumpster. And that's where the two of y'all or C-Rob's car pulls in. Yeah. And y'all spotlighted me, and I was the only one y'all caught because the rest of them went through the yards. So we had this thing called the penalty pot, and y'all yep. made us bring anything we could find, edible or not. Pretty Everybody much. And, brought something. Yeah, and it was disgusting. It was like the SpongeBob episode where his breath just travels across town. Oh, it yeah. smelled so bad, and, and Huckins, I, I, it was Huckins. Yeah, yeah. And I started. Oh. I took a sip and almost threw up. And I, I got through about three or four sips and Danny is screaming at everybody like, you, 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 pledges, help a brother out. And so they try, well, they start gagging and people are starting to throw up. So Danny, I remember he's like, can't be that bad, you wusses. And he grabs it and takes a huge goal and he just like gags and drops the pot. And he's just like, We're, no, nobody's drinking out of this. Man. So I went home that night and my roommate the next day, he's like, what the hell did you eat? You smelled so bad. I was like, Dude, I don't so know. Running Man uh, actually didn't start with us. Like that mm -mm. was something we had heard about that like, they're like, oh yeah, used to, they did this every, every like, for, you know, it was like a fun thing that people did. You yeah. drop people off at the subway and then you had to get back to campus before you got caught. We're like, that's awesome. We should do that. And so we rolled around and, and honestly, the funny thing is a lot of the hunters had nothing to do with abc they were just like <laughs> you're gonna hunt kids yeah do it. let's do this <laughs> do you remember uh the sprinting with the shopping cart relay y'all made us do through walmart and c rob dude, had to talk dude. to the manager so many times dude yeah it was a scavenger hunt yeah we got kicked yeah. out of walmart a lot dude i got kicked out of walmart a lot That's i actually that's what happened as a freshman. I used to play a game called "Let's find the most creative way to get kicked out of Walmart." So <laughs> Dude, yeah. I've been kicked out of Walmart so many times. <laughs> Actually, the weirdest, weirdest time I got kicked out of Walmart. I was there at like midnight, and it was the new Walmart. It just opened up, and I went to buy a bat, like the Spirit of Christmas, because I was going to use it for um, for fishing a barrel. And I was like, "It'll be fun." Daniel wants one of these, so I got it. It's like two dollars. Like, okay, no big deal. So I'm with Heather uh, and we're going through the, um, the line, right? And like I said, maybe the Walmart's been open a week and I was like, okay, whatever. So I go through and I scan the thing and I put my credit card in and I sign the thing. And at this point, like 
I was still signing like my signature, but the signature is so bad that you can't really see it. And um, the lady goes, I need to see your ID. And I was like, oh, okay. So I give her my ID. She looks at it. Your signature doesn't match your ID. I can't sell this to you. I was like, okay. I was like, can she buy it? No, you have to leave. It's like, what the hell just happened? It was so weird. So then for a year, I signed not my signature at Walmart for a whole year. I signed yay beer. I signed, Mouse. I signed Donald Duck. I signed profanity. I don't care. I was like, I'm not signing my signature. I must see what happens. Not once was my signature rejected from the bank or from the teller. Wow. I was like, what is this lady's problem? <laughs> like, what is going on? It was so weird. I was just like, I don't understand. All I remember was. for that night was uh, the scavenger hunt. And there was one that nobody could get. Now, keep on. We started the night by there was one guy who didn't memorize his verse. So we, line, we put him against a car. And we all took, we lined up and we all took turns beating them with the bat. And so we go, we do that. And then we go into Walmart and the one clue was a sheath for a sword that should be used only if honorable in the eyes of the Lord. And we're like, what? a sword? We're looking at a toy aisle. And finally, I just like, it's a condom. And so we're sprinting through <laughs> Walmart screaming, it's a condom, it's a condom with our garden. <laughs> weaving through families like sorry we got to get a condom and you know just like <laughs> running we need a condom. and we sprint back we get next to you and there's this uh, elderly man uh i won't drop the name but i remember he was tearing into c rob like i will kick all of you out of here forever if you do this again and that guy died later on like i saw i was in walmart and they had a big like memorial built to him i was like oh that's the guy that almost threw us out like 10 years ago but um it's okay yeah, we're it's, a bible study it's fine okay, it's an extreme bible study <laughs> and the one, the one other point, I, I, see Rob, uh, he kind of went there a minute ago. Uh, he's talking about the accountability stuff. I remember everyone had to get like an accountability partner. And if you cussed during the week, or if it was like in the presence of a woman, you cussed or something, they would, y'all would wash the person's mouth out with soap and just like shove soap in their mouth at the next <laughs> meeting. And then like, um, sure that was Danny. Yeah, Danny did. That was, Danny's, like that was Danny's idea. Uh, I don't remember whose idea it was that if you uh, gave in to lust, you had to tape your um, organs. <laughs> that wasn't me. I know. That was me. And I feel bad about it, dude. We hazed the crap out of them. So, <laughs> I will say, I will say, I do apologize because the verse thing was definitely me. And I had memorized all those verses because I, my mom, I was homeschooled. I memorized half the Bible. So I was like, you can't memorize it. You're a fool. <laughs> I was 10. Like, <laughs> no, but, but like, honestly, y'all were troopers, man. Like I wouldn't have done that crap. It was just a dream come true to be able to do that. Cause my little brother didn't take any of that crap for me. I'm like, well, I'll get my own little brothers. <laughs> I didn't have a little brother. Now I do, but I didn't at the time. And it was like, <laughs> But, but like your children, like you have kids, which is nuts to me. You're going to see them grow up. Do you want them to join a fraternity, Stu? A real fraternity or ABC? Yeah. <laughs> which one's more dangerous? It's ABC. Heck yeah, dude. Uh, real fraternity? <laughs> Probably not. But I had a younger friend get mad at me my fifth year because I used to always meet the new people. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't, I don't really care. I don't want to know them. I'm gone. Dude, I was so angry. <laughs> like I was so angry. The difference between yeah. Yeah. being like a 22, 21 year old yeah. and an 18 year old is vast. <laughs> Doing that also when the culture so change hit the school bro. and around like oh nine, yes, 2010, dude. it when the hipster wave came in, <laughs> watching uh, like it hey now, just hey now you're speaking to the guy who wore toms to the dance halls so oh <laughs> that's respect though I got yeah well i'm the guy that was really told, well it was great great i'm the guy that was told i made the school look unchrist-like because of my boots and my truck and no. i was like i gotta get out of here i gotta get out <laughs> no. I'm just saying. was it that or yelling rip their freaking head off at a football game <laughs> oh that well the, it depends i think the people that said that about the truck weren't at the football games we said way worse <laughs> oh no. dude y'all crew was legit <laughs> y'all should so and tyler and i are probably gonna do a whole series of this um Man. before we dive into the history of abc further i will i will say like 
the the classes at the end that thought it was just the most morbidly horrifying thing they'd ever seen it had actually watered it down so a lot <laughs> and oh it was yeah. well it, it was a so lot of it compared to what we used to do yeah. <laughs> it was terrifying what we used to do what's your best sports memory Hold on, bro i got you <laughs> i got you because c rob's in this too let me see if i can find it real quick oh lord i'm so glad <laughs> my I, I honestly thought it was so dope that anytime there was a touchdown we were straight up doing like push-ups in front of the girls just like yes, strutting dude. our manlyhood being like yes, oh we got 40 points now all right bet and getting down and actually being able to like do the push-ups yeah. dude if i were to try doing like 20 push-ups now i, I, I would <laughs> give out like easy I, nope. I did the push-up thing on a game in which the score was 81 to 3 one time <laughs> and that was honestly like one of the most physically demanding things I I've think ever there were done. only like two between games. the push-ups yeah. I'm shaking a stinking like propane tank full of butt notes nuts yes, and bolts dude. and then yes, I'm doing dude. I don't I did the math like hundreds of push-ups by the end of it oh yeah, yeah dude I I think I was like one game that I did I legit did all the push-ups and i was like mm -hmm. i mean i'm in great shape 18 years old 19 years old i'm like okay oh, we were in great I shape i got this like i'm gonna do it and i remember by the end i was just like <gasps> i just did 80 push-ups and i gotta do it again one of our <laughs> we just scored c rob and Stu, like we would abc we'd meet up we'd go to some of the games together and that was back when yeah. the band was not in the couch crew section yet the band wouldn't have fit you had to get there oh. an hour early just to get a standing room thing in the couch crew and we were there in that era, and I, you guys may remember, do y'all remember when the dad from Mississippi College had complained, and Steve Theodore sent the email out saying, okay, be louder, and the dad was at the game, and he flipped us all off, and Grant Hickman got everyone chanting, uh, write a letter. Y'all remember oh, that God. one? Oh, <laughs> God. No, but I love that. <laughs> so I can't remember y'all were there and I remember it was that season where we were all there at the same time, but I didn't know if y'all were at that game. I don't know if I was at that game. I'm sad I... that I just missed that era when the administration themselves would add the fans on. Yes, dude. And we <laughs> actually, like, we had at least two couches on the field. But the thing is, our rule was the whole reason behind the couch crew in the first place was that Howard Payne, or no, not Howard Payne, uh, Harden Simmons had a couch that they sat on. Mm -hmm. We were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we have a couch crew too. But no one's allowed to sit on the couch because that's not being a fan. And it was, oh, dude, it was. You mean hardened sinners? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, and I'll get to my sports memory as well. But I worked with a girl from Hardened Simmons at my old job, and I used to be like, yeah, I mean, we're we're rivals with Hardened Simmons, whatever. I don't really care. Then I worked with that chick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want them to lose every game now. <laughs> like she was the worst. It cracked, it cracked me up though. Like all the other schools, when I talked to Howard Payne graduates or any other school, they're like, "Yeah, we weren't that into it because we weren't any good." Except Harden Simmons, we hated them. I'm like, man, everyone. <laughs> you know, last summer I, I'm a youth pastor, so I took my kids to Camp Eagle, and one of the counselors there said he was an athlete at Hardin Simmons. I'm like, oh, and I didn't want to just start trying. He was a good kid, you know, yeah. he's, and he's the counselor and all that. But I just go, so, well, uh, you know, what's the rivalry like? And he goes, well, you know, y'all have us in football, but no offense, y'all are kind of trash in every other sport. And I was like, I don't, okay. I don't know about that, but I guess I know the rivalry is still a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I only remember going to football games. I think I went to like three basketball games and like one soccer game because I was in it. And by in it, I mean on the bench. But like, dude, <laughs> that's gnarly. I went to probably one of the first things I did go to was a soccer game because C-Rob was playing. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go to a soccer game. And I remember sitting in the fans and like, you know that that meme of like, are we the bad guys? <laughs> like, like I'm sitting in the stands and our fans are brutal. Yeah. yeah. Like this is soccer, bro. Yeah. Like, the whoa. weirdest thing. And, and soccer awesome. actually got heated awesome. later again because of Harden Simmons. But what blew my mind was as the trajectory was the school telling us to be nice and the incoming freshman, my senior year, kind of like trying to water everything down and make it friendly. 
Mm-hmm. For some reason, the Harden Simmons game got worse. Like that would that always. would always escalate. It got always. worse and worse and worse. And like they had to put a traffic fence around the soccer field my senior year to keep the two fan bases apart, Did and that? it didn't work. So Syrah yeah. posted a picture, and it was my my sports memory of UMHB. There's a group of us who got together, and we literally spelled Crusaders. Okay, <laughs> like C R A. Like we spelled it all out. I hope you didn't spell Crusaders. Right. <laughs> no, we spelled it correct. And uh, <laughs> the thing is, we went to the game. We had a great time, right? And I, we we put the paint everywhere. Put it in our hair. Put it all over everywhere. Shirt, you know, no shirts, just wearing it all. Well. We used acrylic paint. <laughs> Super and I had to shave my legs, shave <laughs> my armpit to get it off. And I had to have a friend, one of the, the girls, like bring over a comb and literally do this to my hair to get it <laughs> off. Oh. I'm crying. It's like, oh my God, it hurts so bad. But yeah, we look it was like awesome. different people, dude. But it we oh, look like totally different people. What the oh, heck? I know, I know. Nathan <laughs> Berryman. Half so that I used to be. One year, uh, four guys spelled out UMHB, and then we did Joker Faces because that movie had just come out. And um, Nathan Berryman got sunburned, and he had the B on his chest. For some reason, that B, every time he got sunburned, anytime for like two years after that, this B would come back. It, just, it was like the recurring B. And I just told him, I'm glad your last name's Berryman, or else it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Dude, I'm, I'm looking at these pictures. We look like kids. All right. Uh, what, what are the other That's questions why. besides the sports one? I'm yeah, curious. so favorite tradition or thing you were part of at UMHB and one that you wish you had been more part of? favorite tradition i mean welcome week is always fire but do you remember the, like the dances we'd have at that expo center yeah <laughs> i went to like one. Oh, Dude, stop bro those are always fun i those don't know fire. why those are fire we would get down and sweaty at those so that's yeah. probably yeah. some of my favorite memories is just like dancing um at not our hot house yes uh, uh those were awesome we actually me and uh, Jeremy Williams um, were out this one dance, and they requested um, to the window to the wall uh, to be played at the dance, and um, so we did. And uh, this is before Steve Theodore was actually one of the. He was just like higher up, but he wasn't one of the president. Yeah. And uh, he's on the dance floor, going Oscar, <laughs> and me and Jeremy Williams. We're just like, <gasps> you know, I think you could have find a YouTube video of him doing the social Probably. boy dance on YouTube. Oh, oh yeah. Great, yeah, I remember that. Oh, I would love awesome. to see that. Stu, I'm going to send you my Crusader Nights video because you're in it, obviously. But dude, was, uh, it was so later. emotional. This is where C Rob's like praying, and you hear Jeremy Williams' voice go, He's sexy and romantic. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. The fact that you remember that is amazing. (laughs) Y'all did like the the bad boys for life thing where you're like in a shootout for no reason. (laughs) I like cocked the gun like 20 times and people (laughs) are like, you can't do that. I'm like, it's a joke, bro. Um, But no, I'm going to send it to you, dude. It's it's, it holds up. Yeah, I never I, I knew who Jeremy Williams was, but we just he was so much older. I never really knew him. But he oh, is dude. the reason I came to UMHB because they had him speak at a, a, a like a preview weekend. I'm like, no. I need to be at this place. Is he still the welcome week MC? Because I swear, like <laughs> before my freshman year <laughs> and then like year. after it. <laughs> or it was like, yeah, he did. That's he's, right. He's, he's, a, he's a singer now, man. He's Yeah. <laughs> uh Stu, what was your uh your your favorite and one you wish you'd been in uh so i was um i was really involved in um every year i was in passion uh in the pageant play um the pageant of christ and then uh so the easter play and then i was also in um wait did we call it passion of the christ no it was like (laughs) (laughs) it was easter pageant right yeah yeah So yeah, I did that every year, and then I was in um, Stunt Night. I directed Stunt Night like three years in a row. I really loved that. Um, that was fun. I was in Concert Crew. Um, I loved doing that uh, with Daniel Couture, and um, even though I never got the shirt. Um, and then uh, no, the one thing I wanted to do, I want, I really wanted to do, and no one ever invited me to do, was Crew Nights. 
uh, everyone, I always wanted to do it. And everyone was like, oh, you've never done it before? And I was like, no, I haven't. <laughs> Been here for You're five just, years. No, I haven't. No, ABC could have nominated you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? No, we, we could not have. That would not have worked. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, got, I wish, always wanted to do crew nights. I never got to. I, the thing I wish I would have done um, that I originally got selected to do, they, they asked me to do the homecoming court thing, right? Um, and at that time, I was going through some weird stuff, but um, I got paired up with... And we, we kind of butted heads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I dropped out. <laughs> and I was like, man, I really should have just like stayed in it. Like I, I, I know Tatendo won pretty much everything he was involved in, but I still kind of wish I would have just stayed and just yeah. stuck it out. But I don't know, man. Well, Ciro, I know you got to go soon, man. Uh, I would just for a minute, and I know this is unrelated to everything on here, but it's kind of a big deal. You went on to do stuff with MTV. Like I'd be yeah. remiss if I didn't mention that. Like, <laughs> tell me about that. Uh, that that's random. Wow, yeah. you have a good memory, dude. Uh, so, like, um, after I graduated, had a lot of time on my hands. Was living with my mom in Pearland, which is like not a good look. But I love her very much. And um, being that I had a lot, Charlene's the best. Being that a lot, of, I had a lot of time on my hands. I would just like submit these auditions to like MTV. And at the time, TRL was still a thing. And so they would have me just hop on and, and introduce a video. But then I eventually like started having like a friendship relationship like with the producer and I added her on Facebook and she messaged me that one day and she's like, hey, how would you like to interview the cast of Iron Man? I'm like, um, yes, please, like 100%. And so I get on and I'm standing by for like two or three hours. And finally she comes on in my ear and she's like, okay, here's some questions we're about to go live. Like, are you good? And I'm like, I'm, I'm as ready as I'll ever be, I guess. And first thing that happens is we go live and Robert Downey Jr. is the first one I talk to. And I'm like, Hey, like, how's everybody going? How's it going, dude? And he's like, Hey, what's up, dude? He, he literally starts making fun of the way I talk. Um, and I'm just like, dude, I can't show this to anyone. Like Robert Downey Jr. is making fun of me. Like this isn't a good look. Um, but I got through the questions. I, I asked him one question. I asked Gwyneth Paltrow a question, and then I asked John Favreau, the director, a question. And then that was pretty much it. Um, I didn't get to come up with any of my own questions. I got made fun of on live air, and I didn't show it to anyone. <laughs> so, like, the people who actually saw it live are the only people who saw it. Um, but I did that, and then uh, a few years later, here in Austin, um, I started networking and got to be in this movie called Computer Chess. It's on Amazon Prime. It's super sick. I'm in it for like four seconds, but just like met this girl who's an accountant for a bunch of big movies and it was Danny Trejo and stuff. And she's like, she was in a film, like an independent film that I really loved um, called Funny Haha. Ha. And it's by this mumblecore director. Um, anyway, long story short, got to be in that, got to do the, the TV thing, got to do the movie thing. And then the only real thing that I ever wanted to do was music. Like we were talking about this before. And so started a band and doing that thing now, like the music thing, recording some stuff next week in studio, going to try submitting some stuff to KUTX and getting back on TV, like Fox here, like my homie has a band here and he got on Fox recently. So I'm trying to get in good with him to get back on TV. It's like, once you get a taste of it, you become like really. <laughs> it's like being <laughs> like published. <hungry. laughs> Almost hungry for it. I don't yeah. recommend it. Hit me um, up when you get that out. The, the new music you hit me up when you get it out. I, I, my other podcast is music based, so we oh, can just dive into that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be dope, man. For sure, for sure. That was a long. Uh, I just rambled. I'm sorry. No, but that's, that's it, man. Tyler, we have interviewed someone that interviewed Robert Downey Jr. So man. I guess it's like we've yeah. secondhand. We're we're connected to the MCU now. Yeah. <laughs> we are a part of the extended universe. <laughs> God, that was such a get us good... on Disney Plus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna get a call tomorrow from Mickey Mouse saying you owe royalties for your podcast. Huh? Hello, pal. <laughs> you owe me lots of money. <laughs> oh, that was really good, dude. Yeah. Dude, I got well, kids. Bro. You and the Big Twelve will be involved in a legal match. <laughs> yeah, can't say you're in good company. Guys, right this this has been awesome. I love these podcasts because get get to see people you haven't got to see in a while, and 
remember stuff or sometimes learn stuff that didn't know happened. So, um, yeah, it was good to kind of revisit the hot and sweaty party at the Alpha Beta Seta house. So and, sweaty. Um, if Danny was here, I was, I was going to remind Danny if he was here that the day that y'all told us that we were going to have to probably shut it down, Danny's like, we got to be careful. The school's really watching. As he lights a fire in a pit, like three feet from the apartment buildings. So we lit a lot of fires. I don't know if you know this. He would We've get so excited. Top... Throw up. Yes. Dude. If Danny throws up, you are having the best night of your life. That's not a, like he doesn't throw up because he's drunk or anything. Like he only throws up when he gets so excited about an idea that he throws up. It's so awesome. When he does that, it's epic. Scooter it's jousting cool. happened because of that. Uh, a, a barrel of monkeys happened because of that, which is um, not many people know about. It was hilarious. I didn't even know that. Uh, oh, it's so painful. Um, uh, ABC, so many things we did happen. Like there were just so many different things we did with Danny. That like there was one night we stacked all of the chairs from Revival tent. Like that's a lot of chairs. We stacked yeah. them to the ceiling, <laughs> all one row. And then took a picture and left. <laughs> I got a call at three in the morning. What are you doing? Nothing. It's three in the morning. Bring your camera. Come into the quad. All right. <laughs> Come to the quad. Click. Look at this giant stack of chairs. <laughs> it's like, sweet. Oh, the awesome. good days. Tyler, you got summer. anything else, man? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, I even though I never knew y'all, definitely never a part of ABC, I learned a lot today that like y'all's ABC really influenced my college experience because I think y'all influenced Garrett so much. And you talked early on in the beginning about how you just like pointed at Garrett was like, you come over here. Really me and Garrett's relationship started off when he had a terrible idea and he saw a freshman who would do anything and he walked through McLean and pointed at me and said, you i've got a plan how committed I'm are dedicated you? are you yeah. and like so and it was i was kind of that freshman for him that, that year that just kind of would like he'd point and say hey go do that i'm like all right let's do it that <laughs> terrible idea needs its own podcast episode it, it at some point and even running man you know i did it with yeah. my youth group i introduced it to them for a lock and we had downtown new Braunfels the other day and they had a blast so that that stuff is still going on to the next generations i love it yeah I love it. This has been awesome. Thank you all so much for inviting us, doing this. This is dope. I can't wait to watch it back, edited. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it's some work to be do. A lot of editing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, how you yeah, know it's good. Let's uh let's let's actually we me and Stu and a couple of other guys used to to get together and rent like a lake house and just like go wild. We need to do that again 100 percent Maybe ABC edition. ABC I reunion. ABC reunion plus Tyler. <laughs> if we can find Dude, everybody, the thing is, uh, also, some of those guys are going to be real hard to find. Yeah. I mean, y'all, a lot of y'all are dads now, so it's just gonna be hard to coordinate schedules. That's it's whatever, you know. It's whatever, but we'll make something happen. But yeah, yeah I like I said, I got to run, but I, I love you guys, Tyler. It's been real. It's nice meeting you, man. Well, we um, end every episode singing the school song. So, no, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I want to hear the school song. <laughs> well, to all the ABC brothers out there, I hope you're seeing yeah. this and I hope you're doing well. Yeah, it's fun times. Uh, so Tyler, now that we've listened to all that, can you imagine if the Friar Tuck brothers had started a fraternity and recruited a whole legion of guys to do our traditions? See, I feel like we did, though. And that's what I, I really thought about a lot when I was in college. And it, it, and I mentioned it in the conversation with those guys about how I felt like so much of what they did echoed in what I did because you brought, I felt like a lot of that same energy. The, the couch crew and the tuck crew, it really felt like a fraternity. Like the yeah. stuff I had to do as a freshman trying to get in with the couch crew captains, that was kind of rushing in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, and we all we may not have all lived there but we all had kind of a house off campus that we were all at like so i in a lot of ways i really do feel like we were in a fraternity but it was just more organic you know and less you know official but e even there were official positions in leadership with the yeah. captains so yeah 
Well, even in the tut group, you used to call me the godfather. Exactly. I don't, (laughs) I really don't know how much would have changed in our friend group. It, no, no, because we, they, they talked about that being a frat, but in a lot of ways, it was kind of a frat, but you know, it was, it's honestly, I'm glad UMHP doesn't have official fraternities because it it, it enables you to make those experiences for yourself. And at a small school, sometimes I've seen where at a small school, people come become so devoted to the fraternity or sorority that they just don't care about the school. So yeah, that's you one know, thing UMHB's done right. There's there's a couple things that people usually complain about UMHB not having fraternities or sororities. Uh, I think this is less so now because Belton really has grown, but how boring the town was, especially in our time. And to me, those were a couple things that actually made the place so much fun. Yeah. If you were going to be one of the kids that would stay there on campus on the weekends mm-hmm. because you had to come up and be creative with the stuff you would do whether that's starting an extreme bible study slash fraternity <laughs> you know or finding creative ways to get kicked out of walmart or whatever or running men that was where the fun and the magic happened at umhp for me that absolutely there if there were like official fraternities with like official parties and this and that you know so it way cooler the way we did it i think yeah Absolutely. And I think that will be an episode. I actually had somebody ask me the other day, are you getting the Friar Tuck boys on a podcast? I'm like, oh, yeah. It, you know, you can't not. We'll have to Even, <laughs> whether it's one at a time or all at yeah. one time, it'll we'll have happen. to introduce the world to the Friar Tuck boys. Well, that was a good podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, and it is 9.44 p.m. in HSU. Still sucks. Sucks. And we're going to beat them at homecoming. We'll see you all there.